As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Three, two, one, zero. Hello. Welcome to... Episode 185. Holding Yourself Accountable. Hey, Money Clan, a very warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Walsh. So, Katie, today's all about that self importance and holding yourself accountable. So, so important. And I think that it can be really hard to hold yourself accountable. Yeah, it definitely can. And the thing is, when you are just dealing life in general, one of your biggest enemies can really be yourself. And it's really that self doubt that can cause a lot of problems. And I think in today's episode, we're going to do a deep dive into all of that and really try and, you know, like... Miss our way through it. Yeah, miss our way through it and really try and show people how important this topic is. And it comes down to really self-esteem. Yeah. Cool. Well, before we dive in, if you guys haven't already, we are onboarding people for our debt destruction course. You can head on over to chainofwealth.com slash debt course. We're giving access to five lucky people to our debt course. So definitely check it out. That's chainofwealth.com slash debt course. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. All right, Katie. So today is all about sort of looking at yourself and really sort of bringing about change and trying to create the best version of yourself. And I know that this has recently been inspired by a book that you're currently into. So why don't you tell us all about it? Yeah. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a backstory. So back in February, I want to say I went up to New York to spend time with my friend Haley and it's freezing in New York in February. And I think she knew this. So she didn't schedule a lot of outside activities for us. And she knows that I'm really into like being like empowered. Like I am really affected by like motivational speakers and everything. Like I really take it to heart and I love that kind of stuff. So she told me about um, a documentary she wanted to watch about this girl, Rachel Hollis. And anybody who doesn't know about Rachel Hollis, I would say she's like 
a female version of Tony Robbins. Okay. And the whole thing was talking about how women in particular, but I guess guys could take away from this. They really need to build themselves up and they need to believe in themselves and, you know, all this great motivational stuff. So we watched the documentary while we were drinking mimosas and then, you know, our day kind of went on. And then the other day I was in the library and I was looking for a new book and I've really been struggling finding a new book. And then I saw Rachel's book, Girl, Wash Your Face. And I remembered hearing her talk about it in the documentary. And I was like, I want to get it. And I came home. I read like the first like two pages and I was hooked. And I know you hear people talk about how they can sit down and read a whole book at one time. I am not that person. It takes me a long time to read a book. And I am three days in and about halfway through the book. It is incredible. So there were a few things I wanted to touch base on because she is talking about, you know, believing in yourself and everything through just like your lifestyle. But thinking about money and personal finance and debt payoff, I think a lot of the topics really relate to themselves. Right. So girl, wash your face. So what exactly does that mean? Firstly, <laughs> so first, I think that the title could be misconstrued. Like, oh, that's not a very nice title. But I think and I could be wrong, but I think it means just strip off the makeup and be true to yourself. And one of the first chapters she has is I forget exactly how she said it, but you need to slow down your yes. And I know I can be particularly guilty about this. So when somebody asks me to do something or make plans or do anything, I'm an immediate like, yeah, okay, that's good. And then you cancel. And she really did a really great job at relating it to if you were with a friend. And if you were with a friend who would say yes all the time, and then flake out at the last second, what kind of respect would you have for them? Yeah, that's true. And I've had friends like that where they say they're going to hang out and then literally last second they flake out and it's really annoying. And she brought that back to yourself. That a lot of times people, you are the first person to let yourself down. For example, you say you're going to train for a marathon and... You know, you're good for about two or three days doing that running, but you kind of fall off the bandwagon. And I know that I've had times like that. And I know that, Den, you have had times like that. Yeah, for sure. And it's really hard to hold yourself accountable and really lock yourself into making those promises to yourself. And she really talks about the importance of that and how that can really, when you are promising yourself something, how important it is that you stick to that promise no matter how hard it is. All right. So what I'm hearing is basically focus on making promises that you keep. Yes. And that's sort of the underlying theme that's going forward in the book is that stop saying yes to everything. But when you do say yes. Mean it. Mean it. And make sure that you make it happen no matter what. Right. And like, I think that definitely makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I think a ton of people are very quick to take on work. And, you know, it's funny, Kate, like at my job, I've been interviewing a ton of people recently because we have a vacancy. And a lot of people 
they say that their biggest flaw, because like I asked him straight, I'm, I'm brutal. I'm like, what is your biggest flaw? Because I want to know. And it's interesting to see how people are in an interview. But a lot of people say that their biggest flaw is just saying yes and taking on too much work um, and then drowning and not being able to deliver on that work. You know, and that's just from a work front. But I think that book that you're talking about also talks about the personal front as well. And, you know, talking about personal finance and how it relates to that. I think that there's a very strong connection. Well, not only that, she also talks about setting up plants, setting up goals. And we have talked a lot about setting up those mini goals, which she talks about. And she says, point blank, like, life gets in the way. Yeah, and it does. You know, like, you get sick, you lose your job. Stuff happens. But it is so important when you make a promise to yourself that you don't just quit at the first sign of a little snafu. Yeah, Kate, that is so true. I really just want to point out my usage of the word snafu. And you didn't even smile. <laughs> I was entertained. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. When people come up to a problem, they just like abandon ship. And that's it. Where goals, no matter if it's a financial goal, a weight loss goal, there's going to be a little bit of a hiccup. And you have to hold yourself accountable. And you have to be able to move on after after hitting such a wall. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, like realizing that even though you fell off the bandwagon, you know, you stopped trading for your marathon, you woke up in the morning and you felt stiff, that's a part of the process. And mm-hmm. sort of learning to embrace that and saying, you know, even though I'm stiff, I'm still going to get up and I'm still going to run. And, you know, like the same with money. Yeah, I blew my budget and restaurants. I went out and I went crazy and I ate everything and it tasted delicious. And now I have this money hangover to all this food that I've eaten. It's the same thing, you know, like realizing that, yes, you blew your budget, but what are you going to do to bring it back? And, you know, realizing that even though that's technically a promise that you made yourself not to blow the budget in whatever category, you can make it up in other ways. And, sort of instead of just abandoning your entire plan, which I think is one of the reasons a lot of people fail to save up money for retirement is that they don't look long-term and they think, oh, well, damn, I blew my restaurant budget this month. I'm not going to be able to afford to retire. And yeah, you may have gone over, but that doesn't mean that you can't bring it back. Well, and a lot of people really are the hardest on themselves. And I was reading somewhere, I forget, or I was listening to something where Somebody would go home at the end of the day and he would just really harp on the idea that he made a mistake. Right. And it really made me think, because I'm the same way. If I make a mistake or something, I'm a little bit hard on myself. And I thought, but when other people make mistakes, I don't, I'm not thinking about that at the end of the night. And it's that kind of mentality. Like, yeah, people are going to make mistakes. You can't cry about it forever. You got to kind of just put it behind you and move on and keep going. And that is a tough life lesson, I think, to learn. Yeah, Kate. And I think now would be a great time to take a quick break and say a big thanks to our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Savvy Financial. Why does good financial advice have to be so hard to get? So complicated, so expensive. With Savvy, it doesn't. Simply Smart Advice can be yours at no cost. You can be the financial action hero and take control of your future in minutes with Savvy. 
Savvy helps you organize all your financial accounts and make sense of your overall spending, then gives you specific advice on your financial goals. Built by a team of MIT-trained data scientists, Savvy offers world-class financial advice on retirement, refinancing, student debt, life insurance, and more. And the best part? The basic subscription is free. Who doesn't love free? Oh, and the advice you're going to get? It's personalized and independent. Savvy puts your best interests first. You don't have to pay a human advisor thousands of dollars or waste countless hours struggling to build a plan. Savvy makes it easy and fast. Go to chainofwealth.com slash Savvy. That's S-A-V-V-I. And click on the sign up tab at the top of the screen. Take control of your financial future in minutes with Savvy. I have to say that one of my friends deals with this exact problem and that's that they keep pushing themselves down, you know, and I'm not going to say who they are, but just that they are a blogger. But what they'll say is, yeah, I made this product, but I made it so it's going to be bad. Oh, that's terrible. It is terrible, but I think a lot of people do this. They self-deprecate and they assume that just because they're doing it, they have like this imposter syndrome mm-hmm. that makes them feel like it's not going to be good enough. That breaks my heart to hear. But at the same time, I'm totally guilty of it. And I'll even say this morning. So I caved. If you listen to past episodes, we talked about getting a camera. And I may have gotten Dennis a camera for our wedding, for his wedding present. And I gave it to him a bit early. Uh, (laughs) Mostly so that when we are in Africa, he is able to actually know how to use the camera. So it has been a lot of picture taking in the last few days. And somehow I have managed to be the target. Well, to be fair, Kate, there's only two people here and one person is taking the photographs. We live in D.C. <laughs> there are a million things to take pictures yeah, of. Yeah, that's true. But, <laughs> but anyway, I have been the target of all most of these pictures. And I have been the target of most of these pictures after sweating to death, riding my bike and wearing my helmet and not wearing any makeup. And my hair is a mess. And I technically hate all of the pictures. And then... Will say, but you look beautiful. I'm like, no, I look terrible. And so I think it's even that kind of thing where it's you. So it, it doesn't look as good as what you want. And it's so hard to break that habit. Yeah, I think like self-doubt always exists, you know. But if you can start kicking it to the curb and going back to your book, you know, like realizing that it's all about you and you have to have a good perspective of yourself and If you don't, you're not going to meet your goals. You're not going to meet your targets as easily as if you approach it in the manner of, I'm going to crush this and who cares if it's not perfect or who cares if I mess up? I'm just going to put myself out there. I'm going to try my best Mm -hmm. and that's my best. I can't do any better than it. And realizing that, yes, your best may not be as good as someone else's best or maybe not even someone else's entry level, whatever. You're trying your best and you have to be proud of what you do in your life because ultimately... You're running this race for yourself and not for anyone else. So don't compare yourself. I love that you said that because I was going to say it. She, Rachel will say it in the book, but then, you know, I hear oftentimes like on podcasts and on Pinterest and everything, 
don't compare yourself to others. You have to compare yourself to yesterday's you. That is so true. And all you need to do is be a little bit better than you were yesterday. And it's progress over perfection. Yeah, that is so critically true. I really think having a better self image of yourself is really important. And when it comes to your money, you know, realizing that you're going to go over budget. You're never going to always be under budget on every single category that you have. And really trying to cultivate that and realize that it's a balancing act. Mm -hmm. If you go over on one side, you should try and bring it back on the other side. And even if your budget is over for the whole month, you can still make that up in future months. Or maybe your budget was too strict considering your expenses. Like, and it's a juggling act case. It really is. And I think that is along the idea. Maybe we're like, we're here. ESP. That it's okay if you go over, but you can... Take the time to reevaluate what you're going to do and don't just give up on yourself. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, I've absolutely loved hanging out today and I think this was absolutely a great topic area. Do you Thanks. want to say anything else before we head off? Uh, yeah, just give yourself the benefit of the doubt and don't be so tough on yourself. And all you have to do is be a little bit better than you were yesterday. Money Clan, be a little bit better than the version of yourself yesterday. I absolutely love that. And we'll catch you next time on another episode of Chain of Wealth. Adios. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.